Speaking of fire, talk to us about your Uber experience the other night because you touched on it and I'm like, oh, tell me again. Yeah, so, well, no, it's to our, to our friends who have a podcast. Well, her husband has a podcast, or she's got a podcast about money and fire and they reached fire. Right. And so there's this, there's this perpetual problem, in my opinion, in the fire community of like, well, let's hit this number and then I don't know what I'm going to do with my life once I do, but I just think that having enough money and getting to that point in the journey, then I'll figure out what my awesome life is going to look like. And so we were talking to a friend who reached it and then he, but he kind of has struggled to figure out what to do with some of those hours now that he's not working. And he went back to drive for Uber because, and, and let's be honest, it's kind of a fascinating job. You get to meet all sorts of interesting folks and he loves that part of it. Mm. But it's also, I don't think it's something that he would have Imagine himself. <laughs> what do you want to do when you grow up? <laughs> right, exactly. And, yeah. and so I, that is the biggest downside and biggest uh, hardship for people who do pursue fire. You're such a nose to the grindstone sort of person if you're going in that direction. And then all of a sudden you look up, you quit your job, and you're like, what do I do with my life? Mm. And that's what I call it loot, life on own terms, not fire. Because yeah. it's like, no, what about, what about you start to live your life, what you want to do now? Yeah. There's a way you can transition to that. Yeah. Right. And that's the, when you're looking at it from a, that false dichotomy, like whether you, like you're on and you're working as much as you can, those are the grindstone, making as much money as possible. And then afterwards, I'm going to quit. You know, I'm going to quit. I'm going to retire. I'm going to relax, mm. do all that. There is this I'll find a hobby then, you know? spectrum in between where, you, like you said, like living life on your own terms, where you can slowly kind of dial that back, I think. And, and in that way, you can still have, maintain some of that purpose, some of that fulfillment that you get from work because we have a very like our philosophy on work uh personally but just on the show as we discuss it we have a very high view of work and how it is that you're able to contribute to the world and the very act of you how, how is that spelled what's the world work work, <laughs> work. Or, or contribution which one were you having a hard time with? i don't know well, when you're a podcaster it work is, is is very different than so many other. You know, it's, it's not it's not the hardest job in the world. I literally <laughs> reposted some one of the pictures from we had a listener hang last night, and I just it it, it kind of overcame me, and I realized I I really do have the, the best job in the world. <laughs> yeah. We're hanging out with listeners and who drove in to you know to hang out to have beers. We get to hear their stories and how some of the stuff that we've said has changed their life. That is, it's a we're I I feel blessed. You know, I don't want to like hashtag blessed, <laughs> but like I really do feel that way. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. I want to swing back to like the fire thing because it's really... You know, we don't have a crap on the fire community. It's not just fire that the boredom sets in. Like my yeah. dad has retired three times, and I, you know, also don't want to crap on my dad, I guess. But if you Nick's over here, just yeah, exactly, crapping everywhere. It out. <laughs> but like, you have to think like if you're in that fire community, if you're searching for fire, like you're you've got the spreadsheets and you're calculating the dividends you need and you're looking at 4% to live on, but you're not thinking like, what am I going to do? Yeah. There's so like, much more to passion, life. Yeah, like what passions do I have mm -hmm. now? Like, 
if you ask me, I I know what I want to do. Like if I fire, like right. I, I want to live somewhere where I can go mountain biking, I can go hiking, I want nice. to enjoy time with my kids. Yes, I want to travel <laughs> and like I'm not Uber's not on my list. Right, right, like I, right. I have these hobbies that I want to engage in that will lead me into the fire lifestyle, not the other way around. I think that's a lot of people's both retirement and fire. They're just mm-hmm. like. Well, it's got to put the nose at the grindstone, yeah. save as much as possible, and I'll figure it out. It's like you need to you you know whatever you call loot, loot, yeah. Yeah. loot. Yeah. Our friend Wes Moss does some work. He's done some work on this, and he talks about the it's like the secrets of the happiest retirees. And he says that ha- having more core pursuits is really what makes people happier in retirement. And the unhappiest retirees have very few core pursuits. And those core pursuits he calls are like they're like hobbies on steroids. And so you need to be developing those now because guess what? When you do retire. If you haven't been pursuing those throughout the years, you're going to get to retirement. You're going to be like, maybe I'll pick up woodworking. And and you're not going to be very good at it. You're going to get quickly bored. But if you've been kind of building that hobby for the years, you're going to be ready to like turn it on full blast when you hit retirement. And so it is that if, if you're not living that sort of balanced life where you're going mountain biking, going hiking, and taking some of those trips now while you're being intentional and saving for the future, then... Yeah, what are the chances you're actually going to do that well when you do reach retirement age? I think you could. It's just going to be hard. There's going to be a lot of work. It can. It, it, it's, it's going to be disruptive to the way you have been living life because, like you, again, you are going from on to off or vice versa. However, you're looking at it from work to retirement, and it truly is disruptive as opposed to having practiced and knowing what it is because that that can kind of fuel why it is that you want to retire. 